Welcome, welcome, welcome to What's Your Favorite Song? How y'all doing? Uh, good, good. Hope, hope, hope all is going well. Um, as you can see, today uh, would just be, um, not just, but today will be tribute episode to uh, my dear friend, April Nicole Atwater. Um, today actually is, uh, the birthday of our friend Cherie and, um, yeah, so, which was a big deal for, for, um, because we all shared, uh, I called them Martians. I, I call us Martians, right? People who spoke Martin language and, uh, Martin Lawrence's birthday she, uh, is today as well. So, uh, yeah, man, um, you know, it's been, it's been an interesting few weeks. You know, I think what, what, what happens is that you think it's like, okay, I've been through this before, but you know, grief just can't, you can't just shake it off. It's unpredictable. It, you know, it, it comes at you it pops up based on what's going on in your life and your brain and your head. Like, you know what I mean? So it's not, I don't think it's the same thing twice, right? Anything you could really prepare for. You kind of think you can, uh, or at least, you know, I thought I could, I was like, ah, I've been through this, you know, and I was, I was trying to schedule my grief and be like, okay, well I'll use this time. You know, if you got a lot going on, you're trying to, you know, you don't want to be, um, and, and, you know, you don't want to be taking um, precious time. You could be doing spending, spending, doing something else, right? While you're, you know, grieving, you know, but it, it just doesn't work that way. So um, it's ill, man. I, I There's a place that I drive past all the time. Um, Anyway, I'm not going I'm not going to do that. But um so <clears throat> let's see. I met I met April April's from Jackson, Tennessee. Uh she went to MTSU, which was down the street from uh you know, down the road really down 24. It was a Murfreesboro uh, from down the road from um, from Nashville and Tennessee State University. That was one of our constant jokes which was like oh sorry i know you wanted to uh scratch that m off the name of your school <laughs> and attend the real tsu uh because her sister attended her, her older sister attended uh state and uh you know we used to go back and forth about that and i think one time mtsu beat us in football and she <laughs> she she let me know about it and, uh, you know, as a Titans fan, I, you know, she lived in Nashville uh, for a time as well. Uh, but, you know, our paths, I think, and we were there during the same time, but our paths never crossed. And um, when I got to L, we all got to L.A. around about the same time. Um, I got here in um, June of 07. I think April got here in July. No, no, no. I take that back. April got here first. I think she was here in April of 07. I got here in June and Cherie got here in maybe like 
July or August. And uh, I remember meeting her up and Sheree and I were in, uh, in college together state. It was my last semester and uh, it may have been hers, her last one too, but we had an acting class together. Miss uh, Kimberly Lamarck, shout out. And, um, you know, Miss Lamarck is married to now. You remember, um, you remember that movie, Willie Dynamite? And, uh, his name is Roscoe Orman. And Roscoe, oh man, that was a terrible noise. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> but anyway, Roscoe Orman was, you remember that real cool ass, um, image video clip of this man gliding down like some city hall stairs sideways and then in like right in the hallway he was a pimp so he had the women the walk was crazy but anyway that's him he was also he spent years on sesame street but uh anyway that's who uh the acting coach um tsu not acting coach but you know the acting teacher um yeah. Oh man, left her for a young girl. Oh, I didn't know there was some. I'm reading some something with with him. So anyway, he was Willie Dynamite, but I'm reading something with him from the time that he got married. I guess it was some. Uh, it was some at, as as the um, as the ladies like to call it some tea, but uh, I'm not gonna get into all of that. But anyway, that's where I met Cherie, and. So I got, and then somehow they got connected. I think by April's good friend had gone to the same church as Cherie and they were, um, excuse me, all the chair noises. And, you know, when they got to, um, when they got to, uh, when she got to, Na I mean, sorry, LA, uh, you know, she connected them and then, our other friend, um, our other friends, Becca and Chris, they're married now with two kids. But at the time, Becca and April had met. And then later, I mean, a couple years later, in 09, um, Cherie talked to Becca and got me a job at this place with Becca and Chris. And then... Um, oh, and then April <laughs> start working there a couple of, uh, weeks later, I think after I, I started, cause April was, she was working at like, a, um, a time Warner. So this was like a second job. So I have been hearing April's name this whole time from Sheree and she was like, oh, she cool. She this, she that. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> but as you, you know, may have heard, you know, in the last episode, uh, when she got there, April, it was like, she was head down. I'm going to work and I'm going to leave. I'm like, Sheree, what, who, who you got me? I thought you said she was cool. <laughs> and man, April, 
And this was a saying that she said, man, April wasn't a bit more talk to me than the man on the moon. And uh, and then one day we we all went to um we went to see um what movie was that? Oh, oh the um the Lee Daniels movie. The sad one, the really sad. I think it was his first joint. Um, based on the push sapphire i forgot what was it push precious yeah we went and saw precious and like the fall of uh of 90 of of 09 and man it was and it was that that day that we kind of like just really clicked man we start you know laughing at certain parts of a very serious movie <laughs> and then afterwards i remember saying uh over at the uh pavilion on off uh pico west side pavilion and we was just like i was like oh, i was like okay you cool i was like i ain't know for a minute but you cool and uh man just after that that just started you know 10 years straight of just um of a great friendship you know that obviously uh, you know all friendship has has a strange it strains between you know three of us but it was man it was it was constant it was laughter it was uh it was it was deep talks it was advice lord knows i've 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 poured out um so many situations about women I was talking to or dealing with, um, dating and relationship with to them. They've heard me, <laughs> they've heard me talk, um, you know, about issue after issue. So yeah, you know, we worked, April and I worked at a call center together and, um, we, <laughs> we, uh, and from there, so, You know, call centers are really for a certain type. Like the the bosses at call center would prefer, uh, you know, bosses, period, man. Just prefer you sit down and shut up. And that company that we were, that we were at, they were, it was a startup. They were young. They didn't really know nothing. Um yeah they they were young they didn't really know anything and um i'm telling you man it was sorry about that yeah they um you know the managers didn't it was a new it was a new place it was uh as you could tell it took a break it was a new place um they didn't really know how to set up a company really. So the structure was, was just wild, man. It was just, everybody was just throwing spaghetti against the wall and, uh, to see what stepped. And, um, you know, as a result, what happened was, uh, April and I haven't, you know, people haven't been worked several jobs, like more than several jobs would call something out and be like, Hey, uh, this just doesn't make sense. Or why is this? And why is that? And they start out having these like meetings, uh, these on hand meetings to try and kind of 
you know, find out what they were doing wrong, but also to, it was, it was weird. It was, it was, it felt like it was for show. It was, it was weird. But after a while, they end up splitting up the meetings and having two separate meetings because, and they, and they split April and I up because it was, it was just, it was just too much shit that just wasn't making sense. And it was common sense. But for them, it was just like, nah, we can't, we can't really have that firepower <laughs> together. And, um, you know, man, it was, um, it was, it was ill time up there, man. It was, like I said, we all connected on Martin early, um, <laughs> where we were another joke that we just always said, anytime somebody messed up something, she had told this story about how she needed a half tank of gas but she needed to say it immediately while she was rushing. And look, it's a stupid joke, but she said, have a uh, gank of tass. <laughs> so anytime, I mean, anytime somebody messed up anything, it was, uh, that was what we said, but have gank of tass. Or like uh, when you was trying to stun on somebody, when I, when anybody felt like, when, like when I felt like she was trying to stun on me, and vice versa. Um, there was a, a moment on Martin where um, where uh, <laughs> uh, Martin Martin asked uh, Varnell Hill, Tommy Davidson, he was like, well, so you got a car? What kind are you riding? He was like, no, I don't drive. Martin was like, huh, I thought I had your ass. And uh, Varnell was like, uh, we got a limo. Yeah, Mercedes limo. So... <laughs> So anytime like we was trying to stunt on the other one, I'll be like, damn, you you Mercedes limo on me, didn't you? And uh anyway, this is just stupid shit where, you know, in, inside of jokes and I just need to get them out, you know? Um oh man, shout out to Daniela. We would play this game. And yo, this is a really fun game if you're if you're like that. You could do it with music, you could do it with a TV or movie, you can mix the two where we would, I'm going to do a live for you. We would do, it was like an actor connection game. I don't know what it's actually called, like Six Degrees of, uh, some some people play a similar game called Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon or something like that, uh, where you would connect two actors, right? And I think I did this on another, maybe that was on my other podcast, I don't know, um, where I'd give you, all right, so I'm just going to go, Morris Chestnut and let's pick a Dakota Fanny. Jeez, why would I do that? So you would go um, Morris Chestnut. Wait, wait. Morris Chestnut, Dakota Fanny. <clears throat> let's see. Oh, okay. You would go Morris Chestnut was in The Best Man with Tay Diggs who was in How Stella Got Her Groove Back with Angela Bassett, who was in uh, Malcolm X with Denzel, who was in Man on Fire with Dakota Fanning. That was live. I didn't think, I just thought, I didn't think of nothing, you know, this wasn't a pre. <laughs> and um, I smash anybody in that game. As long as you don't bring a bunch of old, like older white actors, and then I won't know. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd lose. But uh, so we would do that just to pass time, you know, um, <clears throat> while we were making, you know, a, a, our quota of phone calls. 
and uh man just just a bunch of fun um fun shit there was a moment <laughs> there was a moment where i don't know there was a moment where <laughs> listen this this is 12 years ago so nobody cares but um i had a gripe with somebody in the in the office right and that person was sitting in front of april so april instead of shooting a message to me about the person she accidentally <laughs> she accidentally sent it to the girl and oh it was it was just one of those things that every time we brought up, we laughed really hard because the girl got a, had got up and gone to um, to the kitchen, whatever, to the break room. And April had to get up and somehow to this day, I don't know how, she had to get up <laughs> and erase this message off this girl's computer, off of her Google chat. And I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I don't know how she did it, but it was the funniest shit. While it was happening, it was the funniest shit ever. Oh my God. It was, uh, you know. <laughs> and uh, God, I, I don't still don't know how it happened, man. But we talk, we would, you know, we would talk about it all the time. Um, April is the one who put me on in maybe 2011 or 12 she sent me a um a a message a chat and back then see we were watching we would watch youtube in a little window and then kind of like have our other star chat in another window and then you know we would be doing that and then talking on the phone or whatever uh, to the customers and she sent me um, Adventures of an Awkward Black Girl. And I kid you not, that night um, or that day, she, she we were, um, I'm sorry, I was thinking about something else, but she sent me that. And if, you, if you've never watched it, and of course that's um, Issa Rae's you know, the, um, her web series that, that got her, um, you know, eventually got her insecure, got everybody's attention. Listen, y'all, the quality was shit. Like it wasn't anything like the quality was terrible, but the, the content, the show was funny as ever. So if you get a chance, go back and, and watch it. You know, you can see Issa Rae's glow up too, but go back and watch it. It was amazing, man. It was amazing. It was funny. But anyway, sure, I mean, um, April got it to me the first week, man, that it came out. And I don't even know how she found it. But um, and then that first week, April and I would um what what we start doing was going to oh, this is a story with this too. If there was a movie coming out on Friday, some years back, they started showing them on like Thursday nights. So we went up and, you know, we would go up on Thursday nights and go to the movies. And one day we, you know, we went that first week that that show came out. 
and we recognized one of the women from the show. We were arguing like, hey, I think that's old girl. No, that ain't old girl. I think it is. So we walked up and we asked old girl. We were like, hey, are you on this new web series? And the girl was bat. She was, she was baffled because she was like, yo, we just put that up this week. How did you find that? It was like, yo, it was funny. She gave it to me, yada, yada, yada. And that young lady ended up being Tracy Oliver. Tracy Oliver was writing on Insecure. Tracy Oliver now has a $100 million deal at Apple. She does uh, the, the TV show Harlem. And uh, no, at Apple or Amazon, one of the two. Um, but she's got a couple of TV shows out right now. And um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, from a production wise you know crappy kind of production wise tv show but it's just about the grind you know you gotta you know the the first thing that you try to do is not going to be the greatest but um you know as you can see and that wasn't Issa ray's you know first tv show that wasn't her first web series she had another one before that but you know kept grinding man and made good work made good work um Oh, it's another story. So, so, so on my, did I say this before? I mean, everybody who would know that wouldn't care now, but on my um, birthday, so The Best Man is my favorite movie, right? And we all love The Best, Best Man. But so... We were scheduled, so Best Man Holiday came out on my birthday in 2012, I think, 12 or 13. And so the plan was to have, you know, old crew from the job. Well, I was still at the job. So the crew from the job and the a few other people, um, you know, my then girlfriend at the time and a few other people, we were all going to go see it, you know, on that Friday. So... April and I, we were on that Thursday night. So, so one day we were just on the phone. We was just like, yo, you want to you wanna see that Thursday night? <laughs> so, so we went and saw the Thursday night movie. And uh, we went and saw The Best Man Holiday on Thursday night. And then we watched it uh, again on the Friday night with everybody else. Like, and we had to act like it was, you know, say we were seeing it for the first time. And it was like a row of like, it was like, 12, 13, 14, 15 of us. And uh, oh man. Oh man, that was funny, man. We and every once in a while we'd check in and be like, yo, you told somebody. <laughs> oh man. I had I also had one of the most embarrassing moments of my life um that happened <laughs> that April was witness to. <laughs> But uh, I, I ain't ready to tell that one yet. But uh, April held me down, man. You know, at that moment in the following weeks, um, after that moment, man, she held me down, man. It was it was crazy time. Um, there was, <clears throat> and there was a time. It, this was the second time that I, I ever gotten drunk and we had an office party somewhere in Malibu at, um, I forgot the name of that place. And we were back there and I had this new camera and back when you still had cameras to take pictures. Right. 
and I had this camera and I was, you know, like I said, I was a little toasty. So we had taken a group picture and somehow, I guess somebody took my camera, took the picture and laid it down. So I didn't know where the camera was and I'm going, we were about to leave. So I'm asking people, I'm like, Hey, have you seen my camera? It's like a thin seal. They were like, Oh no, we ain't seen it, man. I'm sorry. I know we took a picture with it. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. So I'm, frantic because it was a gift and it was like and it was a really good camera i know listen what you think cameras now is like a what but it was like a it was it was slim it was almost like a razor phone if you remember them but you know you just slide it in your pocket it was really convenient and later maybe about two three years later i still had the camera and i pulled it out and somebody was like oh you still take pictures with a camera i was like damn that runs over so anyway back at the beach i lost the camera and i look at april and i was like yo april i said have you seen my camera and just april immediately just kind of perked like stood up and then she beelined it to a white couple that was standing probably about 10 or 15 feet away and the white couple are looking at each other and then looking at april i'm looking at the white couple they looking at me april goes right to them goes in their bag, pulls their bag, opens their bag, pulls out some stuff out of their bag, reaches into the bag, pulls out my camera, looks at me and says, is this your camera? I say, yeah. She said, uh-huh, come on. I said, I said, what? I'm talking about in full mama mode. You hear me? April was like, she said, you know what? I saw them trying to, it felt like they were trying to hide something. They were looking over uh, that way. And it was just something told me they had your camera. I said, man, I, I said, I'd be damned. So I looked at the uh, the white couple who they ended up being like, it felt like they were, I don't think they spoke English. They were like French or Greek or something like that. I was like, I was like, oh, you mother, you motherfuckers almost got me. And I'm laughing and they're kind of like chuckling because they don't know what I'm about to do. Uh, what I, you know, I wasn't about to do nothing to them, but it was just, it was just a, it was just a funny moment, man. Um, you know what what we would do uh sheree april and i man we would just go we would go over sheree's house uh or apartment whatever apartment she had you know six seven o'clock and we were watching award show or a tv movie and of course they would try to make me watch an episode they would try to they would see they would pull the okie doke they was like, oh, we're going to get over here. We get some food. We get over there. And they would be like, uh, oh, we just need to catch up on a couple episodes of shit. It, one of the housewives. I'm like, man, you got to be shitting me, man. I'm not I'm not watching it. And then, you know, five minutes into it, I'm like, wait, is that NeNe? Why is she, she trying to be NeNe? And I'm like, oh, man, it's really easy to fall into. And, uh, man, we would just spend all night all night one two o'clock in the morning each time we'd be like man we ain't because april had a, a long drive probably about a 30 minute drive and um man it was just it was laughter all night laughter might be some bickering in between there like i remember we tried to play the martin game and i'm trying to be a stickler for the rules <laughs> we end up throwing it we was like no f it we not playing it no more and uh man, it was just it was just the greatest times, man. And I think part of 
I think part of what I'm going through now is, is, which was, you know, really part of the last thing I said in person, the last words I said in person in April was about three or four days before. Um, and uh, we were just like, man, we got to, we got to do better. Like, because the only, you know, the time we would get together, 90% of the time it would be all three of us, right? And I said, man, we just have to prepare for a new um, a new paradigm. Like we, we need to practice, we need to, you know, live and get used to this new paradigm and then create space to, uh, you know, to, to, um, create new space in the friendship for, you know, without that, you know, without Cherie, cause she was gone. And, um, that's what, it, that's, what's hard now. That's what I'm going through now. Just trying to realize that man that part of life is over you know and it is a hard because it keeps hitting you you know after there are waves of <clears throat> damn did this really happen um for the first week or two even there was a feeling of no a feeling of denial right maybe it was the seven steps seven stages or whatever and i'm like thinking like nah they got it wrong this is just a you know and i went through this with you know a friend malik and went through this with my dad and then again with my brother four months later it was it was it was a it's a weird thing where you're just like nah i got the wrong diagnosis somebody's gonna come back and they're gonna be okay you know and then there's the realization that oh life has changed like permanently and then there's grappling with that so um you know there was <laughs> there was this great moment we had there was this place called vivian's that we we all used to go to and uh i think this was before either of them turned vegan but <laughs> <laughs> so the joke was like Cherie would probably be the first to to treat you know to treat her because that's what she liked to do that was her her language especially if she was ornery like a week before she'd try to make up with like oh let me buy y'all food let me do this and that like when y'all come over I have food ready whatever um even this morning as this was Cherie's birthday there was a um that she kept this big old bottle of uh, vodka, which she didn't drink, but she kept it over there from when I got over there because she knew, you know, if we was all drinking, they'd be having wine or whatever. She had that over there and I might make a mixed drink or whatever. And um, uh, I have that here now, <laughs> bottle of Smirnoff. So what I do to honor her every year is I just take a shot of that, of that Smirnoff and, uh, like it's been five years or some shit, but, um, but, you know, so this one time we were at Vivian's and, and she, I was like, you know what y'all, I'll pay for lunch today. And man, when I tell you these niggas made the biggest deal ever, oh my God, I can't believe it. 
I was like, nigga, why? Because you don't ever pay for none. I'm like, all right, whatever. I ain't trying. Whatever, dude. I ain't trying to hear it. Let's get it. So I paid for it. And so, you know, it was, it was over. But we still, you know, sitting down talking for an hour. I know they want us to leave. Hour, hour and a half, whatever. And so we chilling. And then this white lady walks over to the table. And she was like, hey. Hey guys, we're shooting like something here. And, you know, just in case you all might end up in it, we want to pay for your lunch today. <laughs> These niggas is like, yo, the first time this nigga want to pay for something, all of a sudden, you know, they're paying, somebody's paying for our lunch. And, uh, God, it was just a great moment, man. They made fun of me forever. I was like, hey, I said, I said, hey, favor ain't fair. I said, I'm blessed, you know? <laughs> man, I remember, um, man, this was maybe, what, 2000, what, this is probably 2019, or no, maybe 18. And, man, I showed up over there, and they would do stuff like this all the time. I showed up over there, and I was the last one to get there. And I think my birthday had passed and or it was coming up anyway. But they had like a cake and all these snacks and they even recorded. I'll put it. Excuse me. I'll put it on the. Um, I'll put it on um, one day. I'll put it in there, maybe on my birthday or something like that. And uh, anyway, just a bunch of. Bunch of these moments I'm just trying to get out, man. And then, you know, there was a time where April was the first one to turn vegan. And uh, she went vegan just because she, you know, she felt like she was seeing different things when she would travel back home and different family members would have, you know, she was seeing how health was affecting some of her family. She was just like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to turn vegan. I was like, shit. No, you ain't. <laughs> and mainly because I didn't, you know, it was like, yo, I know what you're doing. But man, you gonna go vegan? I ain't, you know, whatever. But even before that, man, April has started running marathons. And if you listen to her episode uh on the podcast, I was telling, I was like, yo, I was like, you really like, you know, she quit that job that we had first, you know, it was some craziness that had gone on at the job and she just she was just like man i know my worth i'm not gonna let these i'm not gonna let this guy you know <laughs> i ain't gonna let this guy you know what i'm saying tell me my worth because it was some craziness that had gone on she probably could have sued for it to tell you the truth but um you know some craziness that had gone on and she was like i'm out of here man she started living you know she was like yo i'm gonna live on my own means and she did that you know she started nannying. She started working somewhere. Like she started living on her own. And then she was like, yo, I'm gonna focus on commercials. She booked one commercial, then booked another. And then like she had booked several by the time you, you know, when you looked up, it was like, oh shit. Then she was like, oh, I'm gonna start running, I'm gonna run marathons, see if I can do it. She ran marathons. Oh, I'm gonna turn vegan. I'm gonna turn vegan. I mean, one of those in a lifetime really is 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 enough for most people, in my opinion. But she just made several turns and she stuck with it, man. And that that's what I really uh, admired about her. And, um, and you know, I used to, 
make fun of her. And she would say it herself. She was like, listen, man, you know, I live my life in the fairy tale cloud land, you know, but a part of dreaming, you kind of have to live in that place, you know, to really, to really dream um, and, and accomplish the way she did. So, um, yeah, you, you kind of got to live in that, that place of that space, because you got to understand you, if you're on the other side of it, there's something about you that thinks that you can't do it. So you have to kind of um, have these grandiose thoughts in order to get you over that hump, um, right? Get you over that 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 river, that water, uh, that body of water between you, between can't and do, you know? And she did it over and over again, you know? Turn vegan. It was funny. I, I mean, not funny. It was like two days before. Um, she passed away. Um, Tabitha Brown uh, was on a panel somewhere and uh, somebody asked her, where do you get your protein from? And Tabitha said the same place a cow gets its protein from. She said, she said, a cow doesn't eat other cows. And I, and I tagged her in it and I was like, damn, I said, I, I said, April, I know you received every ignorant question in the book from me about about vegans <laughs> and about what you eat, you know, and um, man, I was too, you know, and you know, and then Cherie went vegan a few years, a couple years, a couple three years afterwards, and you know, and I told him, I said, you know what, just to commemorate, I'm, a, I'm gonna, I'm going to. Um, I said, I'm going to make us a vegan man. It was like, yeah, whatever. Dude. I said, I'm going to do it. You know, obviously I never got a chance to do it, but, um, you know, uh, I think I'm going to start like a meatless Monday, maybe even like a vegan Mondays just to, just to honor, honor my, uh, first of all, honor my temple, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but also to honor my, honor my friends. But man, they were, they was bully. They were lightweight bullies though, man. But, uh. I asked him every question in the book about it. And, um, but don't be fooled, y'all. There's some vegan food that is really, really good. Don't get it twisted at all. So, you know, I would uh, always make jokes and we would, you know, catch each other, but I'd be like, yo. And they made a joke at, uh, about it after a while. How, uh, <laughs> They would cut me off, yo. Like, <laughs> and they would like catch it and laugh, or sometimes they just do it on purpose. And uh, just a little shit you do when you, you know, y'all been friends for so long. There was a moment where, um, it's at the beginning of the pandemic, and I think uh, Leah. Uh, Leah Daniels Butler, Lee Butler's sister, <clears throat> Leah Butler Daniels, I'm sorry. No, Leah Daniels Butler. And um, they had, uh, she had put on um, like a monologue deal, like uh, just this acting thing where she was going to try and discover actors, put actors on and, you know. And they say, hey, you can write your own dialogue, do whatever, do your scene, and then... Uh, and then, you know, you you get judged like that. I might, uh, you know, the winner, I'll put them on my page or whatever. So 
I didn't have anybody to read with me. <clears throat> I guess I could have gotten somebody to read, but at the time I was just like, I'm going to do this myself. <clears throat> so I wrote this little piece and you can go to my Instagram page and see it. <laughs> so I wrote this little piece. It was like a breakup scene between a man and a woman. Um, but since I didn't have anybody, and again, I say that loosely, I did the woman's voice. And so I recorded the spaces that I would need in order to fill my voice. Anyway, you can look at it, you know. So I'm, yo, I'm thinking I killed the game. I'm like, okay, I got a little woman. I'm, I'm like, this is, I was pretty proud of it. Nigga, when I tell you, I showed this video to my friends, you know. And here, you know, you know the whole thing, like I'm an artist, so, so I'm sensitive about my shit. I showed this thing to my friends and they were like, what, is that you? When I tell you they laughed endlessly. I mean, this is probably the, <laughs> this is probably the hardest I've seen them laugh ever. They laughed at my, my woman's voice in this video. And man, my little feelings was hurt. But they were laughing so hard that I had to, I had to join in. <laughs> God, man, just just priceless moments, man. You you want to get those back? God, they laughed so hard in my video, man. <laughs> I thought I had killed the game, man. I was like, oh, I'm about to. I wrote it and I did all of the acting in it. I'm about to man, I'm about to kill their ass. I'm about to hurt their ass with this. Um anyway. Oh man. It's it's been um yeah, it's a bit of it's been a wild ride. <clears throat> you know talked to her husband not too long ago he's holding up and um and you know people just trying to trying to cope the best way they can you know and again to all of you who reached out to me uh, you know on this morning uh, this being Cherie's birthday um i appreciate you <clears throat> Uh, I really do. Thank you for checking on a brother. Um, yeah, man. It, it's, you know, I can ramble. I can go on and on and on, man. But it was, you know, I was my road dog, man. I was, that was, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of great moments. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, uh, April also, she helped save my last short film, really. Um, I had some issues with a lunatic DP, really. Who, you know, had a couple of blows, but the second blow up 
the second like tantrum that he threw, I lost it. And we were shooting, you know, if you checked out my short film, my short film was called Pull. Um, <clears throat> it's on my YouTube page. You can check it out. You type in Pull, P-U-L-L, David Ashley, and it'll come up. But April was a PA on it. And, you know, I mean, she was helping. She wanted to help out because she wanted to, you know, shoot her own thing eventually. Um one of which we were we were working on it you know we were actively writing on it we had taken like break but we were really gonna you know anyway um but the dp <clears throat> he kind of had a tantrum and i i saw my whole movie flash from you know for my eyes because i had raised money for it and you know, over the course of a few months and then raise some more money for it over the next year and, and procrastinated and yada, yada, yada. So now here we are finally about to shoot the movie. Well, shooting the movie. We're on the second day. We're on a home stretch. And man, this dude had a tantrum and I, I just, man, I, I went off, man. I went off and I had to steal away uh, to my bathroom, steal away. Like I'm 70. I'm a seven-year-old deacon. Sometimes you got to steal away <laughs> to go pray. <clears throat> Spoke to the Lord. Um, and April came in the bathroom. She was like, okay. She was like, it's cool. She was like, all right. She was like, it's good. Just, you know, just breathe. You almost to the, and she really, she really helped me calm down because I, man, I was seeing red, man. <laughs> And I still get <laughs> who was there? Uh that was a movie, uh uh and again it was it was a grip ago, but Will Catlett, he still make fun of me to this day of how I and my homegirl Latoya. Latoya is on um the Oval. And she was supposed to be in it, but she um son it was a mix up in schedule, but she was there. And she saw me go off too. So all of them make fun of me on the way that I, because <laughs> for some reason I hit, I hit my counters with both hands. And then for some reason I snapped my fingers. <laughs> so, oh man, it was, oh man. But yeah, when I had to go, yeah, April, April helped save that man. April and, um, Shout out to Maurice Dwyer, you know, for, for being a professional in the room. But, man, whoo. Thank God for April, man. She helped me out, man. She held me down. Um, Yeah, man. You know. <laughs> I ain't going to say that. I ain't gonna say that, but yeah, shout out, to, <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to, uh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, shout out to Shalandra and Keisha and all the friends, and you know, what I'm saying from, from, from Jackson, from Murfreesboro, all of that family in Jackson. <clears throat> And uh, all the friends, you know, um, 
man, there's still some people I got to respond to. Uh, anyway, I'm sure they understand how tough it's been. Uh, anyway, y'all, I'm I'm just rambling right now, just freestyling about about my friend. If you're still here, um, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, man, it was it was a great time, man. I got to. I got to, you know, my mom was here the last time. We all got to go to lunch together. Went to that Blue Jam Cafe. Oh, man, they had so many jokes. And uh, (laughs) it was great, man. It was was a great time. Great time with with my peeps, man. We just, man, April. I remember we had this, uh, not we. It was a great moment. And again, I think I mentioned this before, but. It's worth repeating. April, <clears throat> April every year would have. She was really creative. Every year she would have a great um, theme to a great party, where she would invite some folk out, and it was like, all right, you know, if you come, or you had to dress up, and you know, I'm like I'm in there every year, you know. And one of the last times she did it. Oh God, oh, I forgot about that one. One time she did it. It was one of the hottest days of the year. And on top of that, there was a forest fire. (laughs) Like up and away from us. And the place that she had rented, she didn't realize it was like a, she didn't realize how unventilated it was. So it was really hot. And, uh, you know, but we still had a good time. And as we sang, she had maybe like two or three white people there. But as she sang happy birthday to, as we sang happy birthday to her, um, you know how black people do it. It's like, yo, we sing the regular one. And then immediately we go into the Stevie version. So it was about three white people there. So as we go into the Stevie version, one of the, the white dudes was like, he was kind of like looking around like, like what is just just in awe that there was something going on that he didn't know. He's like, wait, what is what is happening? He was like, no, like for real, guys, what's happening? As we're trying to sing, you know, happy birthday to you. And oh man, I I got such man. I laughed so hard, man. It was just a great moment, right? Because it was like, oh, here's this thing that is for us. And you know. And uh, somebody was in the room was baffled. He was baffled by it. So anyway, man, I can go on and on. Oh, man. The last one she had in 2019 uh, was a Martin theme party. It made me think like, shit, I don't even know what took you so long to do this one. And man, I had to, I had a, I ordered a bald um, cap, right? And, you know, I was going to do the whole thing to make it look like I was bald. I was going to get the teeth like I'm Dragonfly Jones. And, man, April needed me to pick something up at a place, but it had to do with the party. So it was so far across town that I could only choose one. I was, yo, 
I was so mad. I'm like, we finally get a Martin party. And now I have to go in here as Dragonfly Jones without a bald head. And it was like, shit, I already only got a, a black um, a black one instead of a red karate suit. Oh, I was so mad. Like, I, I was seething. But I went and got the thing, had the party. And, man, I tell you, it was... We had so much fun, man. We had a a Martin off. Like everybody came down the aisle. Like instead of a soul train line, it was like everybody came down the aisle as their character. I mean, like trying to talk like their character. Oh man. Oh man. It was the greatest, man. April was Gina after the Nova came. Cherie was Martin's mom. Um, we had Gina, <laughs> Gina as like in the, in the jumpsuit where she killed, uh, Ruby. We had a Jerome there. <laughs> Cherie bullied Leandre into being, uh, Roscoe. It's a great video. She was like, wait, so now wait, what are you? And Cherie was like, you come to the party around us. You she said, you come to the party around us, you're going to have a costume, you know. And um, anyway, great times. Marquita was Shantina Turner. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, and I'm already, nost I'm a nostalgic dude too. So I, you know, so, uh, I really be having a tough time with stuff like this. So, you know, <clears throat> just got to keep it moving, man. I talked to my sister who, you know, if you remember her from, uh, she's a grief, uh, grief coach. And um, she just said, you just got to let it come. You can't predict it. You can't detect when it's going to come. It's tricky. It comes in waves. You got to be honest to what you're feeling, feel it, and then keep it moving. You know, not stew in it, stay in it for as long as you have to, but then keep it moving, you know, and that's healthy. It may not seem like it because tears, you know, you crying and shit. <laughs> man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Sometimes, man, I'll be crying. I just bust out laughing. I'm looking in the mirror like, dog, what you doing, man? Chill out. But it's really, you got to get it out. Like, that's just ego trying to cut it off you know in the middle be like nah man up my nigga but you know you gotta let it come out you know so anyway um you know i guess the lesson we get out of this is and we always say this every time somebody passes away but enjoy your people man you know I talked to her the day before, so um, I hadn't seen her. I saw her in person a few days before, and uh, and uh, she passed off these uh, Girl Scout cookies to me. She had an audition on this side of town, and I met her, and I was like, bet, you know. And uh, she said, how long do you think it's going to take you to eat them? I was like, man, it's going to take me about six months. She said, shit. 
And uh, I smashed the fourth of that box, you know, like within a half hour of it, of, of, of leaving her. And um, man, I put my Thin Mints in the freezer, you know. And not gonna lie to you, man. I I got one sleeve left, and I I can't seem to uh, can't bring myself to open them. You know. Yeah. So cherish the moments while you have them. Take extra times to create extra moments. You know. Because um, one day, you know, all of our memories are going to go. Um, but it's best to populate your mind with as many of them as possible. Love you, April. Thanks for everything, pimp.